Hey, what's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening to Cogitations. Cogitations is the podcast where we think about things, we contemplate them, we turn them over in our minds, and then we discuss them. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28, Daniel writes, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me. My countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. We're not going to keep the matter in our heart. We're going to talk about it. Today, we're going to talk about the best present you can give the congregation where you are. And I didn't want to be too gimmicky, but um, one of the members of the Riverview Church of Christ said something that got me to thinking about uh, how great it is to be part of such a, a good congregation of people who are dedicated to the task of doing the Lord's work. And I didn't want to title this with my original thought, which is the best presence you can give your gospel preacher, because I didn't want to, and I'm, I'm going in taking this as a teaching moment. I didn't want to make people think that I believed or that the scriptures taught that in lieu of elders, the gospel preacher is in, is in charge. He's not. Uh, in fact, we'll take a brief excursus and go to uh, Titus chapter 2. And you know, I always quote Titus chapter 2, but I don't ever quote down to this verse. So the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. So I got to tell you that I am part of a congregation, and I'm the gospel preacher for a congregation who are very special and who are zealous of good works. Now, there's, a, there's an admonition to Titus in verse 15 of, tap, of chapter 2 of the, of the book Titus. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. This doesn't mean that the preacher's in charge, that the evangelist is in charge. What it means is, in lieu of elders, the, the, and even with elders, the job of the evangelist, the job of the local preacher, the job of the, of the professional Bible teacher is to make sure the Word of God has a voice. That's, that's what we need, and that, that's what we need from our gospel preachers. We don't need to. We don't need people to be pastors. We don't need to be. We don't need to have gospel preachers that are doing the job of the elders. We don't need elders who are doing the job of deacons, and we don't need deacons that don't know what to do because nobody's told them. And we don't need members who are scattered abroad because they have no scriptural leadership. That's that's a that's a tangent of on me. I'm go. I'll get off my soapbox now. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Here's the present. Actually, before I tell you what the best presents you can give your gospel preacher, give your eldership, give your local congregation, I want to invite you to support me as a podcaster. Now, supporting me as a podcaster goes directly to me. It is not supporting the ministry up here in Canada. This, this goes to me as a podcaster. And what I'm using the money for right now is promotion of the Cogitations Facebook page and I'm using the Cogitations Facebook page as a funnel to funnel people from Facebook to listen to the podcast. And it also helps our audience on Facebook when I do live streams. 
And eventually, uh, once I get enough people following the podcast and following the Facebook page, I'm going to start the Cogitations YouTube channel where we'll stream, uh, we'll, we'll either stream on both or we'll stream on Facebook and I'll use the Cogitations YouTube channel for short videos, short content, stuff like that. Anyway, that's it. www.patreon.com forward slash near churches. And you can also send me money through PayPal. And that only supports the podcast. It, it supports me. Now, what's the present, you ask? Let's go to the book of Hebrews. Listen to this. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Obey those who have the rule over you and be submissive. Look, the gospel preacher does not have the rule over you, okay? I'm pulling a gen- I'm, I'm I'm developing this thought from the general principle found in this verse. So the greatest present that you can give the local congregation is to obey those who rule over you and be submissive. Why? For they watch out for your souls, for our souls, as those who must give an account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Now listen. Be a Christian. Be a congregation that your leadership can brag about. Make it easy for your leadership to be proud to lead you. This is the greatest gift that you can give your local congregation. Don't be someone who causes the leadership grief. Don't be the person that always complains. Don't be the person that criticizes. Don't be the person who's insubmissive, insubordinate, I guess. Be the person that makes it easy whenever they get together with leaders from other congregations, make it be the person, make, make, the, make, the, make the congregation be the kind of congregation that your leadership can say, oh, listen, I really hate that you're having those problems where you are. I just don't have those kind of problems. We don't have those kind of problems where we are. And I will tell you about the Riverview Church of Christ here in New Brunswick. We don't have the kind of problems that congregations have in the Bible Belt. We don't have the kind of problems that congregations have other places. And I'm very thankful for that. Now, I also thought about the Apostle Paul. And when I look at the Apostle Paul and how much he cared for those whom he led, I think about in Acts chapter 17, he talked about being in Ephesus and working with the church in Ephesus through many tears and trials, temptations, trials, which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. Paul was a dedicated servant. When I look at the, how he treated the church in Corinth and then how the church in Corinth treated him, it was a particular kind of hell, but he still did it. Your leadership does what they do, not for the accolades of men, or they shouldn't. And if you think they are, you need to get rid of them. The leadership does what they do because they love souls. They love God. Probably not in that order. They probably love God first, souls second. I know that's hard. You're like, well, Tony, how can, how can, you, how can you hierarchy those things? You just can. It, it, it might be hard to explain. 
but I'm a gospel preacher because I love God. I love souls second. I would be a gospel preacher and I would preach the truth of God's word regardless of whether or not anybody ever listened to me at all, regardless of whether or not anybody ever obeyed it. So my doing what I do is not contingent upon the response from the crowd. I do what I do because of God. I don't think I could make heaven if I didn't do what I do. And I'm so happy to be a part of a congregation that makes it easy for me to talk about how good they are. We're not perfect. We don't we we are not we are not devoid of any negative issues. But I would not trade our shortcomings and our problems for the shortcomings of any other congregation. These are good people up here. And although I'm not an elder, I don't rule over anybody. If I were, it would be very easy for me to give an account. And I could give an account of the people here with joy and not with grief. And I'm thankful for that. I didn't mean for this to turn into a testimony. Let's go to Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11 and notice something. This is the way Paul spake about the people that he ministered to. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Starting in verse 21. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start in verse 19 because the church in Corinth was not making it very easy for Paul to give an account of them. Verse 19, for you put up with fools gladly since you yourselves are wise. Listen, that's a very, Paul is calling these people fools, by the way. This is a sarcastic statement. They are not wise. For you put up with it if one brings you into bondage, if one devours you, if one takes from you, if one exalts himself, if one strikes you on the face. To our shame, I say that we were too weak for that. But in whatsoever anyone is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. So Paul is admitting that what he's about to say, there's a, there's a little bit of foolishness to it. There's a little bit of vanity. And, and he's telling the church in Corinth, you let these false teachers in that were impressive on the outside, but I came to you and I was impressive on the inside, but, but not very impressive on the outside. And it is, it is a shame that I was too tender. The word should be tender. I was too tender with you. I should have been stronger because evidently that's what you, that's what you, uh, that's what you, um, well, I've lost the word in English, y'all. That's what you respond to. I couldn't come up with the word respond. Anyway, that's what you respond to. So he says, to our shame, I say that we were too tender for that or too weak. But in whatsoever anyone is, in whatever anyone is bold, I speak foolishly. I'm bold also. Now he goes on to say, are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. So you might think as a gospel preacher today, if you've been treated very, very poorly by a group of terrible people and they fawn over another individual, you go, oh, you're fawning over that guy? Oh, I know him. Is he educated? So am I. Is he knowledgeable in the scriptures? So am I. Does, has he memorized a lot of verses? So am I. Is he a member of the Lord's church? So am I. 
Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant. Now listen. Listen to all the things that Paul is saying that he's gone through. In stripes above measure. In prisons more frequently. In death often. From the Jews five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked a night and a day. I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Now that's bad. That's terrible. But listen to the punch of verse 28. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 28. Listen to the punch. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily? My deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble and I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. Anyway, Paul is trying to get across to these people, you've cast me out, you don't respect me, and I'm better than these people you respect. It reminds me of that meme from Rick and Morty. I've never seen Rick and Morty. I tried to watch a little bit of it, and I have some, I'm not very scrupulous about some of the things that I watch. And this, I couldn't watch Rick and Morty. It was too filthy. But this meme, Rick, or one of them, is on the stage. I don't know which one it is. And evidently, he's being booed. And he tells the crowd, and he points his finger and says, I don't care about your boos because I've seen what you cheer. That's right here. That's what Paul is telling them. I don't care that you don't respect me because I know who I am, and I've seen what you respect. Folks, I may be a little jaded, but that's the way I think of most congregations of the Lord's people. I see what they respect, and it doesn't bother me that I'm persona non grata. But listen to this in verse 28. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Listen, if you have a good gospel preacher, if you have a godly eldership, Whatever hardships and troubles and sacrifices they make to serve the congregation where you are, it is nothing compared to their care for you. They're not doing it to get rich if they're good. They're not doing it for the accolades of man if they're good. They're doing it because they care for your soul. The best present that you could ever give anybody who's a godly minister, a godly servant, whether it be in the eldership, whether it be as a deacon, whether it be as a gospel preacher, whether it be as a Bible class teacher, make sure that you are making or you are doing your part to contribute to the whole where it makes it makes it easy for them 
to talk good about the congregation they serve. I can't stress that enough. Anyway, so that's really, it's a short episode today. That's all I've got here. Uh, We're going into the Christmas season, the holiday season. I find it interesting that Christmas falls on December 20th, or Christmas falls on December 25th. Christmas falls on December 25th every year. December 25th falls on a Sunday. I just wonder if some of my brethren in the Lord's Church will be able to attend worship because they they don't want to appear to be celebrating Christmas. I hope that if uh, any of my brethren across the globe preach this Sunday, um, I hope if they preach about the birth of Jesus Christ, they don't get accused of being a pagan. Anyway, something to think about. I hope you tune in for tomorrow's podcast. I hope you subscribe to Cogitations, and be sure to like the Facebook page and uh, consider supporting me as a podcaster, www.patreon.com forward slash near churches. and. Uh, Remember, be a Christian about whom it is easy to give a good report. That is the best, absolute best present that you can give the congregation where you are or give your preacher or give your elders or give your deacons. That's the best present you can give them during this holiday season. God bless you. This has been Tony Brewer with Cogitations, and we'll catch you on the flip side.